Welcome to the Evolve with Chelsea podcast. I work with women to help them ditch fad diets, ditch this all or nothing mindset, ditch the negative self-talk and ultimately improve their confidence both personally but also professionally so they can actually see the true value in themselves, they can achieve their weight loss goals and enjoy life without always being worried about the number on the scales because let's be honest there is a hell of a lot more to life than what you weigh. The next intake of Evolve and Six starts the 5th of February so If you want to work with me and you want to find out more on how to join this amazing community, just click the link in the show notes below. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, ladies, and welcome to our first check-in of the Evolver Chelsea community of 2024. I'm actually really excited to do this. Now, um, I am recording off my phone in the room that I stay in at my sister's, so bear with. I hope the audio will be absolutely fine for you to listen to. And also, if I have to pause, it's just because my little niece will probably come in and open my door to check to see if I'm still here. So, um, yeah, hopefully it should be all okay. And I'm actually really excited to get stuck into this. I was reading everybody's check-ins and there's a few like good questions, struggles and things that I think everybody will benefit from listening to. So let's get cracking, okay? Um, I thought I'd just point out that everybody has a win because we got through the bloody festive period, okay, which can mean that we're out of routine, we're eating more, we're drinking more, probably not moving as much, um, just from, you know, what we've all been talking about in the group, um, and I know for a fact that I bloody well haven't been moving and I've been drinking every day, um, but I think a win for all of us is that we've got through Christmas, we're in a brand new year, and I'm freaking excited to be working with you all and helping you move closer towards your goals and just being the best possible version of yourself that you can be. Now, for anyone, um, I know there's a few messages in the app where you filled in your goals form. I've come back to you and just kind of put questions to you to kind of think about, well, the goals that you're set out, what does this look like? What do you have to do? What things do you have to change? So I will be coming back to the app uh, messages as well, just for anyone who's still waiting for me to get back to them. Um, But I think one thing I wanted to say is that I think 2024 is the year that all of us are going to be stepping out of our comfort zone, whether that's professionally or personally. And I know that's something I am going to be doing in myself. Um, And I know like a new year kind of new resolutions, things can get a bit of a, a bad rap, but like, I think why not use it to our potential? It's a new year. Hopefully we're feeling motivated to get shit on the road. Um, And I think this year is about, and I know for me, this is what I'm speaking, I'm speaking about myself as well. I want to step out of my comfort zone. Um, I want to achieve my goals. I want to, you know, be in a different position by the end of 2024, both probably personally and professionally than I am now. And it's not to say where I am now I'm unhappy with, um, but I really want 2024 to be my year. So, I'm going to be stepping out of my comfort zone and I'm going to be encouraging you all to step out of your comfort zone because even with the goals forms, um, there's a lot of things in there that will require you which to step out of your comfort zone um, and I'm going to be there to support you 100% of the way, okay? Yes, it might be scary, nerve-wracking, you know, you might be thinking, shit, what will happen, etc. but that is what it's all about. Like, you cannot grow and get to where you want to be without stepping out of the comfort zone and without doing things that you normally wouldn't do or that you're potentially scared of like that is how people grow that is how people get to where they want to be it's inevitable 
And if you don't want to be in the same position you are right now, and again, I'm not saying it's a bad position to be in, but if you don't want to be in that same position, it will involve you doing things that maybe you haven't done before or doing things that are scary or nerve-wracking. But normally the thought of doing those things is a lot harder or a lot scarier than the actual reality of doing those things, okay? So that is something I'm going to be pushing you all to be doing, stepping out of your comfort zone and just getting shit ticked off so that you can get to the place you want to be by the end of 2024. So wanted to mention that. Also, I'm also going to um, mention everybody's wins. Uh, It might take a little bit longer than usual, but you all deserve to be mentioned. So here we go. We've got Hayley. I've had two meals out and kept in daily allowance. Been to the gym five times. Drank lots of water and I'm enjoying it. Freaking well done on the gym. Five times. That is a freaking achievement. So bloody well done for you, Hayley. We've got Kelly. This one's a really good one. I know we discussed this in the group and um, I'm glad that you put that message in the group because it shows other women um kind of your rationale behind understanding why the scales may come up um because when you understand why the scales may be increasing it takes the guesswork out and it takes that like feeling of shit I put on weight overnight um so this is a really big win and I hope everybody can take something away from this so Kelly said not freaking out about the first way in after Christmas when it wasn't very kind to me I logically thought through why the numbers were high and realized that even though I hadn't overdone it with food I had a quite a lot of alcohol didn't move as much didn't drink much water stress was high through December and sleep was low then she got on with her week now that is a freaking amazing win because i bloody betcha there's a lot of women stepping on those scales right now after Christmas (coughs) sorry (coughs) seeing that the number has potentially gone up and thinking shit I put on so much weight I've ruined everything and that could be the difference between them just continuing on as normal and getting back into routine because they haven't or thinking I'm giving up I've ruined everything because you fucking haven't ruined everything. You guys know I bang on about it in the group so much. Like, you haven't. This is completely normal. You will retain water due to higher food volume, alcohol, salt, you know, less sleep, etc. But the fact that you logically thought about why the scales may have increased is why you can get on with your week. So I hope everybody takes something away from that. We then have um, Fee. Obviously, Fee's been... um, going through some personal things at the moment um and I just want to bloody say Fee you're a strong woman and like you said you just keep getting up every single day and getting on with it and that's all you can do and as I've said to you before just getting up every day trying your best and moving forward like that is anyone can ask of you so you just keep doing what you're doing uh, we then have Peter, so getting to the gym on the 1st of January, freaking well done. I assure you, I was not getting to the gym on the 1st of January. I had a very sore head down the creek, so that is a freaking amazing win, and I bet you that made you feel freaking awesome. We then have Priya, completing two workouts. Now, I know uh, Priya just mentioned, obviously, she was um, quite busy at work, etc., so that's why she struggled to get that third workout in. But freaking hell, Priya, two workouts is awesome. Don't ever knock two workouts. Just because I've put three or four workouts in the app 
that doesn't mean I expect you to get those workouts in every single week. If you get two workouts in, take that as a freaking win because there's a lot of people who can't get two workouts in. So well done. We then have Carol. I've started to get back into fitness and nutrition mode, which I think is so freaking hard at the start of the year, especially when we've had Christmas and breaks and things like that. So yeah, the the fact that you've even started um, and you're in that zone is a win in itself. We then have Katie completing a workout. This is a big win because um, I know like for a lot of us, we're struggling with motivation. We're struggling with the idea that we haven't really worked out. Well, I freaking haven't. Um, We haven't worked out and we know that first workout or that first week is going to be tough. Well, it is going to be tough, but I think we build it up way too much in our heads. I mean, don't get me wrong. My first workout was absolutely horrendous. Um, Sweated like no tomorrow. But the fact you completed one of the workouts, even though you were, you know, kind of dreading it a bit because you knew it was going to be a bit tough and we've had a break is a win. Take it as a freaking win. We then have Marie also getting back into eating routine and within range. Like I said, it's it's tough getting back into it, honestly. Like I'm still struggling a little bit if I'm being honest with you, but you've taken the first step. You've started. You're moving forward. That's all you can ask of yourself. And like I say, the more you do it and as the weeks go on, shit gets easier. So just keep that going. And then we have Charmaine. I've I've given myself a goal of 7,000 steps today and she's been doing it for five out of seven days consistently. Well freaking done. Do you know what I mean? Like that is amazing. I mean, not only from a uh, weightless point of view and, you know, your movement outside of your sessions allow, you know, supporting you staying in that calorie deficit, but just getting out for a walk, getting out of the house, getting, having a little break from the kids, like that's just going to help you mentally anyway. And I know for a fact, because obviously I realized that in December when I was doing more walking and running is that I feel so much freaking better when I get outside. Like, yes, I know sometimes we can't get outside for our steps, etc. But if you can get outside and get a walk in, don't even think about the freaking steps. Just think, right, I need to get out. I need, I just need to clear my head. Um, it's it's just going to make you feel 10 times better. It re-energizes you. Uh, and it's something I think we all should hopefully try and focus on this year. And then we have Liz. Staying on track mostly with sleep, water intake and steps. Also feeling that overindulgence, fairly minimal over the Christmas period. Love that. And that's the thing, like we're all different. Some of us may have been pretty good on the food and not overindulged that much. Some of us have, i.e. me, I can tell you that right now. There's no right or wrong, you know what I mean? We're all different. So it doesn't really matter kind of how you spent your Christmas because we're all on our own journey. Um, You know, what matters is that you focus on yourself, you focus on your goals, you focus on what, you know, you can handle at the time. And then that's, that's all you do, really. So I just want to mention everybody's wins because it's a new year and I thought you all deserved to be recognized. So I am going to get into the struggles now. Okay, so let's get into the struggles. Um, so the first struggle, I felt flat one day after work and didn't want to go to the gym. So it was a mental battle with myself. And when I got there, it wasn't the best workout, but I did get there. Okay, first of all, I think this struggle is actually a win. Um, because despite feeling flat, despite not wanting to get to the gym, you got there. That is the hardest part. Do you know how easy it would have been? for you to say, nah, I'm not doing it. 
And even if you felt like, even if you didn't go because you felt flat, like that's okay. That's not something to make yourself feel guilty for because we all have those days. But this is a win because you thought about your future self. You told yourself that despite feeling flat and despite feeling how you are in that instant moment, if you went to the gym, you knew you would feel even that little bit better. So I want you to recognize that this thing that you thought was a struggle, which I'm sure it felt a bit tough at the time to get there, is actually a win because you got there. I don't care that it wasn't your best workout because you got there. Not every workout is going to be your best. I tell you that right now. There was about two weeks before I left for Australia where I didn't want to train. I wasn't motivated, but I showed up. There was one day that I sat in the car for about 30 to 40 minutes outside the gym because I couldn't be asked. But I pulled myself together. I got in there. And do you know what? It wasn't my best workout. I didn't use the weights that I used before. I opted for quote unquote body weight exercises or like easier exercises or lighter weights because I knew that if I just moved my body, if I just got a tiny bit of a sweat on, I would feel better. I left that gym feeling freaking proud of myself because I got there. And there there are going to be days like that, that it's just about getting there. And that's something you need to remember. But that struggle, I think, is actually a win. So freaking well done for getting to the gym. The second struggle, um, one of our members, uh, let me just look here, obviously wasn't well, had a bit of a flare up. Um, I'd mistreated my body through December. I was very fatigued because of it. So I found it difficult to get steps and workouts in. I didn't stress about it too much though. I just did what I could and listened to my body. Again, you know yourself, you know when this happens, what you need to do um, and maybe what you have to kind of dial down. And again, this is just what this whole thing is about. This is what looking after your health and improving your lifestyle and creating a lifestyle is all about, is that these days, you know in yourself that you can't do what potentially you did yesterday because you're not 100%, you know, or you you don't feel exactly like you did yesterday or you don't feel 100% in terms of your health. And when these things happen, I really need you all to get into the mindset of all you can do is your best. There's no feeling guilty about this shit. Things happen all the time. If you felt guilty about every little thing that maybe was a bit of a hiccup or a road bump, bloody hell, you wouldn't be very happy, that's for sure. These things happen and everybody is on a different journey. And I mean, from the check-ins, you should all realise that we're all going through different shit. People have different struggles. People have different wins. And it's all okay because we're all different. We all lead different lives. So when you have days like this or when things that are out of your control and this is something that when something is out of your control you don't like I mean obviously maybe you might feel a bit oh I wish I could have got my steps and my work in. but at the end of the day if you can't do anything about it if it's not in your control you're not going to make yourself feel bad you're not going to make yourself feel guilty there's nothing you can do okay all you can do is look at what you can control look at what you can focus on if it's a case of doing nothing for the whole day and resting because I know there's been quite a few of you who have been a bit ill that's all you can do you you haven't ruined shit okay you haven't ruined your progress you know that if you give your body time to recover and treat it well and you know if you can eat good foods to help get all those bloody toxins out if you can drink water and give it that time you know in a few days or maybe in a week, 
you will be able to go back to your normal routine. But if you don't give it time to recover, if you don't allow yourself that space to just, you know, get over potentially like a flare up or a sickness, then that's when you probably will prolong it because you're trying to continue to do all these things that your body can't do and it shouldn't do whilst you're in that particular state. Okay. So just remember that if things happen that you have no control over, you do not make yourself feel bad. You don't start thinking negative thoughts. That's the worst thing you could freaking possibly do. Okay. When it's something in your control, then you can look, okay, well, what could I have done better? Or what can I do next time to, you know, try and help me manage the situation? But when it's not in your control, which a lot of things won't be in our control, all you have to look, don't put emotion into it. Think, right, think logically and just say, is this in my control or is it out of my control? If it's out of your control, what can I focus on? If there is anything you can focus on, okay? So hopefully that was <laughs> quite beneficial. Do let me know. Um, and, you know, this next struggle, and there's a few of us who are feeling this way, being out of routine and having zero motivation to eat healthy, I feel you there. And I'm still not on that routine yet <clears throat> because I'm not home. But the thing is, and you should have heard me say it by now, bloody hell, my voice, <clears throat> you know, we don't have motivation all the time. Shit doesn't happen due to motivation. I assure you, all of you ladies in your household, your house doesn't get cleaned because you have motivation. Your kids don't get freaking, you know, fed, bath, looked after because you have motivation all the time to do that. Okay? Like, you don't go to work every single day because you have motivation. It's things like that. You do it because you have to do it. And because, well, obviously, when you have kids, you got to bloody look after them, don't you? Um, but you get what I mean, okay? So when coming into this new year and kind of getting back on the bandwagon, don't rely on motivation. Don't even think that you're going to be motivated. Because I know for a fact I'm not going to be motivated when I get back next week and have to go to the gym. I'm just relying on the fact that I know it's good for me. I know once I do it, I feel better. And after a week or two, I will start kind of things will get easier, so to speak. Okay. So I guess my best piece of advice for this is don't rely on motivation. Don't even think about motivation because just pretend you won't have it and then ask yourself, okay, I'm not going to have motivation to do this, but what are the reasons why I'm going to do this? Well, when you get back into exercising, the happy endorphins, it makes us feel good. You feel fucking like an amazing woman after you do a workout. You think you can accomplish anything, okay? In terms of eating healthy, it's because we've been probably eating very overindulgent food. And when you go through a period of eating very overindulgent food, you tend to crave it more. But by getting back into, you know, you don't have to make drastic changes, but by getting back to eating, you know, protein in every single meal, two to five fruits and veggies in every single meal, a portion of carbs in every single meal. Yes, you might feel a little bit hungry the first few days because you might have been eating more than normal. But once you just start doing it and make little changes every single day, after a week or two, you'll think, oh, actually, no, I'm back into it. And also once you start seeing the benefits of not feeling as lethargic from fucking so many carbs, I'm talking from my own personal experience here, um, you know, not feeling bloody kind of a little bit low in energy because we've been having a bit of alcohol every day, etc. Once you start noticing that, and especially for me personally, not feeling bloated every single day of my life while in Australia because I'm eating carbs central here, um, then you then that's your motivation. Okay. When you see those little things that, you know, you don't feel as lethargic or tired or bloated, you're like, oh actually, 
I can see the benefits of why I enjoy eating a relatively healthy diet and why I enjoy exercising and why I enjoy getting out for a walk and without even probably noticing it initially. But once you start seeing those little changes in your body and your mood and your energy, then you think, okay, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And it gets easier. But the first week or two is going to be tough. And, you know, I've said that to you before. I'm not going to lie to you. Freaking hell. But it's just because we've had a break. We've been eating a lot, drinking a lot, etc. Okay, so don't rely on motivation. Don't even think about motivation when you're getting back into the swing of things. Just pretend you're not going to have it. And then ask yourself, okay, I'm not going to have motivation to do this. But why am I going to do it? And you're going to do it. Okay. Uh, another struggle, um, being at home with the kids and family all week while sick, really struggling mentally and getting frustrated with the kids need to get out once I can go on my own. This is an extremely tough one. And again, it ties into this is completely out of your control. Um, and I know that me saying that doesn't resolve the situation or, you know, resolve the problem. But at the end of the day, it is completely out of your control. All you can do is your best. And let me tell you right now, any mother in that situation would be in the same freaking boat. Trust me, my, um, you know, I've been down with my sister and she's got two kids and the kids have been on bloody six weeks worth of holidays. She gets freaking frustrated them because she's around them 24 seven. Plus if you're sick as well, like this is the thing, like she's told me that, uh, you know, last year she was, she had gastro while all the kids had gastro and being a mother you can't just lay there and do nothing and look after yourself. She had to look after the whole family whilst also being sick. And I think, like, you need to fucking give yourself credit for that, eh? Because I can't even imagine that. Like, I know when I'm ill, I'm bloody sad, sop, and just, you know, don't want to do anything. Um, so I guess this has probably been a tough week for you. Um, and I guess little things that potentially could be an option like you know I don't know if you give your kids um tablets to watch etc but I know like my sister does but there's nothing wrong with that do you know what I mean like especially when you're sick if it can give you half an hour to yourself to go for a bath um just to sit outside to have a cup of tea to just have space in your own mind for half an hour because I know that when you're constantly being asked for things like over and over and over again you like you don't mean to be snappy at your children but I know if someone was freaking asking me 20 times a day bloody to do something for them I'd be like and especially when you're sick I'd be like leave me alone <laughs> do what my sister actually says that sometimes and it, I mean I think it's funny but I mean like can you let the kids watch tv for a bit can you let them have their tablets more than usual and you know I think my sister often feels a little bit bad for letting them be on their tablets but at the end of the day it's it's not I don't think it's a negative if it gives you as a woman and as a mother space for half an hour to just decompress to get your shit together and to have a moment on your own you do what you got to do eh like at the end of the day and I'm sure any mother would be in the same situation um another thing is like for example if you go for a bath or a shower like it seems minimal at the time but be intentional with it and what I mean by that is that don't just quickly if if you can don't just quickly jump in the shower you know bloody watch yourself and get out like spend five minutes in there focusing on your breath focusing on your mind and focusing on just like I know it sounds weird but sometimes if I've had a stressful day like and I go for a shower it's like I focus on that about washing away the day 
and sometimes being intentional and actually thinking about that and thinking about decompressing and trying just to like bring yourself back down to ground level can make a difference in your thinking and in your mental state but I think you need to give yourself credit you're sick you're looking after your family the kids are still on holidays because um well yeah they don't go back till January I think uh we are in January mid-January cut yourself some slack and just remember you're doing the absolute best that you can and that it's freaking normal to get a bit you know snappy or frustrated with the kids because trust me I've seen it myself my sister um and my mother when I was younger just yeah I don't want you to be hard on yourself and I hope at this point in time you are feeling a bit better um and just remember that whilst especially while sick if you have to give the kids the tablets if you have to like I don't know, give them something to do or give them something to eat that they wouldn't normally eat, but it shuts them up for fucking 10 minutes. Just do what you have to to get through it. Any mum in your position would do the exact same, okay? Next struggle, um, getting back to my protein intake, which was really good before Christmas. This is like, there's not really any like magical piece of advice for this. Do what you were doing before Christmas now. That's all you can do. Um, because if it was working before Christmas, it's going to work now. And just plan similar meals, um, plan similar like protein sources for your breakfast, lunch and dinner. That's literally all you have to do. I keep banging on about it, but this first week, this first two weeks, it's not going to be, it may not be smooth sailing. It won't be exactly like it was, um, you know, before Christmas. But the more you do something, the more you get back into your routine, the more you repeat the protein sources that you're having, the easier it gets and then suddenly in a week or two you're like right I'm back to hitting whatever I was for, for my protein goal obviously if you want um help with like more protein kind of sources etc just drop a message in the group um and then you know I'll be happy to help but also like if anyone's ever asking a question in the group or you know asking for meal ideas or asking for tips or um, recipes or protein sources I want everyone to chip in because I'm only one person and I, there's only so much I know but all of you ladies have your own experiences you have your own way of doing things you may have found a way to get more protein in or this awesome recipe or whatever it is I want you to be sharing it in the group because when we work together and as a group we learn quicker and we learn more and there's going to be things that you ladies know or have tips on or recipes or protein sources you found that are great and work for you and that could absolutely help one of the other ladies in the group okay so just make sure you get sharing your tips um anything at all pop it in the group i assure you there's going to be someone who will benefit from it and that's what having a community and you know, being in group programs, etc., is all about is so that we lean on each other, we support each other, um, we offer advice. You know, if I, if someone asks a question in the group and I haven't responded, you freaking, if you think you've got the answer, if you think you've got a tip, respond to them, give them your piece of advice. Don't just rely on me because, like I said, I, I mean, that's my job. I, I know, um, well, I, I would say a lot of information but I don't know everything okay and like I said there's going to be um, people in the group who would have potentially a better tip or a better advice especially like mums you know I have a lot of mums in the group obviously I'm not a mum so if someone's struggling with something or you found something that really helped you whilst you know you were sick and you had to look after the kids or whatever chuck it in the group 
because your perspective and your tip um it probably going to be potentially better than mine because obviously I'm not a mum so I haven't experienced that so I just wanted to uh yeah kind of say that but yeah if you're still struggling with your protein and you want ideas and things like that just chuck it in the group ask me there and then I'm more than happy to help um okay yeah so sorry about that my phone cut out but uh, a struggle was getting my steps in the dark mornings I mean that's inevitable in the UK again something we can't control um if it's too cold if it's too dark then and it's really something that you're not keen on doing, then you need to look at your movement throughout the day. What can you do throughout the day to increase your movement? Can you take the stairs? Can you park further away? Can you walk to work? Can you walk to the shops? Can you do your grocery shops? Can you set a little timer on your chair to get up, you know, every hour, go make a cup of tea, go to the loo? Like, how can you get creative with your steps, with your movement throughout the day? There are things you need to think about. If you are struggling with it in the morning, on your lunch break, can you take 10 minutes out to go for a quick walk? Not just from a steps point of view, but also just actually, you know, taking a moment away from work or whatever you're doing to get a bit of fresh air, to clear your mind. These are things you need to be thinking about. Steps are not something you can just naturally get unless you're on your feet all day or have a very active job. These are things that a lot of you will have to make a conscious effort to do, especially if you're someone who sits behind a desk all day, etc. Okay, but look at these type of things. Can you, when you're doing your workouts, instead of just sitting, um, you know, in your breaks, can you grab your water bottle and just go for a lap around the house? Like the tiniest things like that do make a difference, trust me, but it's something that you need to be conscious of. Okay, so um, for this particular person, if you do want to reach out to me um, and kind of you know, get a little bit more help or tips on your steps in regards to your particular situation, just drop me a message on the app and I'll be happy to help. Another struggle, it's quite similar, doing my workout still in Christmas mode. I mean, I've banged on about it before. There, there is no magical tip. Don't wait for motivation. Don't even think about motivation. Just get a workout in, do it. That's all you have to think about. Don't make it any more complicated than it needs to be. Don't make it any harder than it needs to be. Yes, it might be a bit difficult, but you know, that first week, first two weeks may be difficult, but the more you do it, the less difficult it becomes, well, so to speak, in terms of like actually getting there. Um, I'm still in Christmas mode and it's going to take a little bit to get out of it, but there is no magic tip for this. It's literally just start working on the habits you're working on prior to Christmas. Just start the workouts, just start, you know, including more fruit and vegetables and water into your diet. That's all you have to do. Just start take every day as it comes and I assure you as the days roll on it gets easier and then another struggle to chuck it all in and restart Slimming World out of desperation this is in regards to um, seeing the scales increase over Christmas Um, and there was a the question was here about reducing calories so that this particular person could lose the weight that they thought they'd gained over the Christmas period my initial because they were already on 1500 calories a day um and I just want to give a bit of context to everyone in case anyone else is thinking this I didn't really want to reduce them because I knew that the scales was going to go up over Christmas for a lot of you hence why I said you know chuck the freaking scales out or come up to maintenance because I knew it was inevitable because we were moving less we were eating more we were drinking more we were having more indulgent food it was completely bloody normal Okay, now I think there's everyone, well, 
majority of us are in the same boat. If we stepped on the scales, fucking hell, yeah, it would have gone up. But that doesn't necessarily mean you put on fat, okay? Maybe you have put a pound or two on because you have been eating more than normal and it's not just water weight. But my initial reaction to that isn't to um, significantly reduce calories and restrict because we all know what's going to happen there. If we reduce calories significantly, even if it was just for a week or two, I don't think that that calorie target could be stuck to, especially when it comes to the weekend. And what will happen is if you reduce your calories too low, yeah, you might stick to it for a day or two. I assure you when the weekend comes around, that calorie target, you probably will go over and then you start that guilt cycle. Then you start the vicious cycle of feeling, fuck, I couldn't stick to these calories. I'm going to put on weight. And it's like, it's not needed. What is needed, and everyone in, in our group is doing this, is that do not dwell on the scales. Do not think you put on weight. Don't even fucking think about it. Okay, D- put the scales away. All you need to focus on is getting back into routine and into your healthy habits, like you were doing before Christmas. Getting your steps in. Focusing on your protein. Getting your water in. Focusing on your workouts. You know, focusing on trying to stay within your calorie goal. That, just do the normal shit. This is how it's a lifestyle, okay? This is why it's a lifestyle. It's because, yes, you've had a break. Yes, you've been overindulgent. But all you do when we're back into the rhythm of things is do the things you were doing prior to Christmas. There's no changes there, okay? Give it two weeks. I assure you after two weeks of being in a routine, eating better, drinking more water, working out, that scale weight will come down because a lot of that will be water weight. And even if it doesn't come down straight away and it is a bit of fat gain, give it four weeks. Once you're back into routine, once you're following your calories again, the scales will come down. It's as simple as that. And I think something like chucking it all in and restarting Slimming World out of desperation is an instant reaction to a fucking number on the scales, okay? Whereas next time, you know, you're getting on the scales or you see it go up and I've, you know, Kelly said her win and she's mentioned when she saw the scales go up, she thought about it logically. She thought about why why it's gone up, okay? So next time someone jumps on the scales and freaks out and starts thinking, right, I'm going to reduce calories, I'm going to go back to fast 800, whatever it is, I want you to stop, pause and think. One, I want you to reach out to me so I can help you see clear. But two, you need to start taking a bit of initiative and say, like, okay, well, why why is the scales gone up? Think about it. And before you go into fat gain straight away, because it's not as easy to gain fat as you think it is overnight, I want you to think about it. Okay, have I had quite a bit of alcohol over the last two weeks? Have I been eating out a bit more? Have I been having salty food? Am I even, am I sleeping? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I stressed? Think about the things that impact fluctuations on a scale weight every single day first. Ask yourself those questions. Because if you say yes to most of them, it actually might calm you down and think, right, the, now I know probably why this is up. Um, if it's in your control, then we look at things to change it. But if it's out of your control, like i.e. if you get your period or whatever it may be, then you, you deal with it, okay? So before you jump on the scales next time, this is for all of you guys and especially this particular person, um, and it goes up, before you assume you gain fat overnight or in a week, think of all the other things you've been doing in that week and ask yourself, could they have contributed to why the scales have gone up? Because we all know they will fluctuate on a daily basis, okay? So 
just think about that before you jump on the scales. But I'm also glad that you haven't bloody gone back to Slimming World. You're still with us. You've got a great support network. You've got a great community of women who will help and support you along the way because a lot of these things, you think you're going through it on your own, but I'm sure there's other women in the group who are also feeling the same. So sometimes actually sharing those things in the group, which I know can be quite vulnerable, actually will support you because there may be women in there that say I'm feeling the same and that's quite comforting but also it gives other women um, or it allows other women in the group to think I'm also not the one alone in this and most of these struggles no one's alone in it fucking hell we all go through it Um, so that's why although being vulnerable in the group may seem a bit scary it's probably the best thing you can do because I assure you even if someone else isn't going through it at that time, they would have gone through it at some point and they're going to reassure you and they're going to give you the love and the support you need to get through that little hurdle, okay? Um, last little struggle. I am finding it hard to, to adjust workouts in my daily schedule. I prefer to do them in the mornings, but I find I don't have the time. Um, find I don't have time. Okay, so you need to find the time. Anyone in this group needs to find the time. And I know it can be difficult sometimes, but this is when planning your week and scheduling your workouts in is key on the weekend. That is what I I do every single week when I'm back, okay? I go into my diary, I put my work shifts, um, I put all the non-negotiable things that I have to do in terms of work in my diary first. Then I look at my week and I think, okay, I want to get three workouts done. When is realistically the best time for me to do them or the best days for me to do them? Um, and I plan out that I even go into as much detail as I'll look at the workouts that my coaches assign me. And I'm not saying any are easy, but obviously some I feel are more mentally taxing than others, if you get what I mean. And I will think, right. Um, I know that if I have to do my last workout on Thursday or Friday, my energy is going to be low. I'm probably going to be pretty tired. So I am going to choose a particular workout that looks not as mentally taxing for that day. Any of the other workouts that I think, yeah, I'm going to need to go a bit harder on, I'll put at the start of the week because I know at the start of the week, I'll feel a lot more fresher. I have more energy. Um, and that's how I do it. You know, if doing it in the mornings is the only option, then this means you need to get up earlier. If that means getting up before the kids, you have to do that. Like you have to find the time because if you don't find the time, then it doesn't happen. If that means you have to go to bed earlier and you can't sit, watch TV or, um, you know, you can't clean the house that night, fucking leave the house cleaning for another day. Okay. You need to do your workout because you know how good it's going to make you feel and it's supporting your goals. It's supporting your health. So it is going to be hard at times to fit your workouts into your schedule, but it has to be done and you have to make the time. And I'm not saying this particular person, but a lot of people say, Oh, I don't have time to do this or I don't have time. You do have time. You need to just make it. You need to sit down and look at your week. Okay, because if you have time to scroll for 10 minutes, and this is just talking blanketly to just everyone and myself, or if you have time to watch TV for 10 minutes, if you have time to just do some mediocre task that doesn't really, isn't productive, or doesn't do that, you have time to schedule your workouts in, okay? These are the things that you need to start thinking about. Shit doesn't happen by chance. It happens by you actually putting into the diary. It happens by you sitting down and scheduling your week. It happens by you taking action. And that is, that is it, okay? There's, you know, if I, I don't always have time to do, quote, unquote, my workouts, but I make time, 
because it's good for me and because I know by making time for my workouts, it makes me more productive in the day. It makes me more productive in the week. I feel better as a person. I feel healthier. I feel empowered because I'm like, fuck yeah, I got these workouts done. I'm so proud of myself. So make the time. It doesn't just happen by chance. Shit doesn't happen by chance, as you all know. You have to make the time. So hopefully that helped. Um, just a couple of quick questions to finish on. Do squats need to be really low? Should I just do body weight to get lower squats? Not necessarily. What I would like to see is that when you're squatting down, your thighs should be getting to parallel up to the floor as a bare minimum. But if you um, want to, like also anyone, if you want to film yourself doing certain exercises um, or like, for instance, in this particular um, you know, question, get someone to, you know, your partner to take a picture of like the lowest point of squat depth you can do with weight, send them through to me on the app. I'm happy to look at people's technique and everything. Okay. So if you want to record yourself doing a particular movement or whatever it is, then just send it to me in the app. I'll check the video out. I'll give you a bit of, uh, you know, a few tips or advice or whatever you need. Okay. So feel free to do that. But when doing your squats, I would always recommend making sure that you can come down so that your butt and your thighs are parallel to the ground. That's the bare minimum I want you to get to. If this means reducing weight, then reduce the weight, okay? And we can focus on that. Um, I don't want no half reps. So, you know, halfway down, I want you that butt and those thighs to be getting parallel to the floor. But like I said, drop us a message with a video or, um, you know, a picture and I'm happy to do this kind of stuff, okay? So for everybody, like this, use me, okay? If you're not sure about technique, if you want to take a video and send it to me for feedback, send it in. If you're going out for multiple meals during the week and you're a bit worried about your calories and what to choose, send the menu to me. I'll have a look and I'll help you. Like, use me as much as possible. And this is also why I pop the question in our group check-ins is, what do you need from me this week to help you move closer towards your goals? That is a direct question. If you put something in there, then I'm going to give it to you. You know I'm going to give you the support you need anyway. But if you think you need something from me in your week of check-ins, put it in there. And then I know, I know exactly what I need to do to help you, okay? Um, another question, I will probably have to modify the workouts this week as I ease back into it. Um, absolutely. If you're unwell or if you're not, if you don't have any mojo, modify the workouts, Take the movement, some of the movements down to body weight if you have to. Take longer rest breaks. Give yourself more time to do the workouts if you have that opportunity, you know, to have more time. You know, do less, do the same reps as I suggest, but don't do the four sets, do the three sets or don't do the three sets, do the two sets. Like ease yourself back into it. Whatever you need to do to just get that body moving, do it, okay? There is no expectation for you to always do your, you know, um, workouts 100% every single time because I don't, you know, you can make those decisions. But like I said, take longer rest breaks, um, reduce the sets, give yourself a bit more time to do the workout. If there's squats or if there's split squats or lunges or whatever there may be, take the weights away, do body weight, okay? Do what you need to do to ease yourself back into it and don't think that you have to go full throttle um got that one here what are the best breakfast options for vegetarians no egg or fish these probably sound boring you've probably heard them before honestly protein oats i use pea protein from my protein um because i am trying to reduce the whole dairy dairy um 
thing, etc. But that's a vegan protein. I make my overnight oats every night. I put my oats in, I put my protein powder in, I put my almond milk, I put my chai seeds. Uh, what else I put? I put some dates in there, mix it all up, put a bit of honey uh, and cinnamon and I add banana uh, in the morning. But, you know, overnight oats, chuck them in the fridge the night before, get them on your way out. That's an option. A second option, natural Greek yogurt, about 200 grams of Greek yogurt is 18 grams of protein. You know, add a bit of granola to it or muesli to it. Put a bit of fruit on top, Bob's your uncle. Um, if you're really in a hurry and on the go, grab one of those high protein um, yogurts and a piece of fruit. Like there's, these things are going to be probably quite mundane because well, it's the easiest option. Like I said, I always eat the same breakfast because it's not because I'm trying to lose weight. It's because it's easy. I don't have to think about it. I know what ingredients I need to get every single week. And to be honest, my favorite meal of the day is dinner. So I'm happy to eat breakfast, lunch and a snack that's pretty fucking boring and have a dinner that I really look forward to. But for things to be easy for you, especially if you're busy and working and looking after kids and everything, you're going to need to just pick a couple of um, breakfast options, a couple of uh, lunch options, you know, a couple of snack options, and then just stick to the same shit every single week until you get sick of it. Because it makes your life 10 times easier. You don't have to think as much. You don't have to stress as much. Stress as much. Also, if you're tracking, it makes things easier because you're not trying to fucking find loads of things in MyFitnessPal and NutriCheck. You, you know what you have so you can input that every single you know, day and Bob's your uncle, it's there. Um... But that is, I think that's about it, really. I think I had a question about what is the best diet for weight loss? Um, there is no best diet. At the end of the day, weight loss occurs by being in a calorie deficit. So with that, if you want to lose weight, you have to stick to like a deficit over a period of time. There's no keto diet. There's no um, just protein diet. There's nothing in particular that says that is the best diet for weight loss because if, even if you follow a keto diet, if you're not in a calorie deficit, you're not going to lose weight. No matter what you do, no matter what diet you follow, this is a bit like Swimming World. If you're in Swimming World, the reason you're losing weight is because you're in a calorie deficit. You don't have to follow that particular diet to lose weight. That's why with my coaching and what I say, I don't give you meal plans because you need to learn, like you need to eat what you enjoy, but also you need to learn how to make these decisions on your own and include the foods you enjoy and include the foods that you eat with your family. Um, but you can include all those things while still losing weight because the ultimate principle to weight loss is a calorie deficit. No matter what anyone fucking tells you, it's a calorie deficit. It's creating a negative balance of energy so that you can lose excess fat, okay? Um, so there isn't a particular diet that is best for weight loss. If you want to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit. To be in a calorie deficit, you need to be eating less than you burn. So focusing on your nutrition, but also moving outside of those sessions, your steps, that is going to support you being in that calorie deficit and support you potentially creating a bigger calorie deficit. And that is all that it is. There's a few um, other things on your check-ins, which I'm just going to come back to individually on um, the app. So if there's something in particular I haven't covered, just reach out to me, let me know um, any other questions about what I've spoken to in the podcast, drop them in the group. Um, but yeah, if I'm going to go back through the check-ins, there's a couple of things I'm going to message it individually about, but I'm fucking happy to be back. I actually was really excited to record this. Um, and I hope you find it beneficial and I hope the audio is okay. 
Um, but any questions at all, drop them in the group. You know where I am and I'll chat to you guys soon.